You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. The city of Seattle. Oh, I gotta get rid of this phone. Ridiculous people calling me. I don't need to talk to them. So the city of Seattle recently told a volunteer group called We Heart Seattle, hey, stop picking up the garbage, stop helping the homeless people, stop basically making the city look better. Now, why would they do that? I mean, the city of Seattle is doing such a stellar job on their own. Uh, You've seen the video. I'm sure you've seen the video of some of the stuff going on in Seattle. You're just like, huh. That's that's not really how I want my streets to look like and I don't either. I had I had conversation with the the person running We Heart Seattle. Uh, I think we emailed back and forth, maybe we had some text conversation, I can't remember. Her name is Andrea Suarez and I was to go out and take a look and see what this group was doing. I think at the beginning of 2021, I got busy, the real estate market just whoosh, took off. I wasn't able to go out on site and do anything. Um, I kind of wished I would have because I've been following this group, We Heart Seattle and and what they've been doing. And I think they do a great job of getting out and filling some of the voids that the city of Seattle is unable to do at this point in time. But now the city is saying, oh, you guys have to stop. Why? It's what we're going to talk about in today's podcast. So if you're new here, welcome. My name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies. And I read the news from that perspective. I am also wearing a medium weight puffy coat, a down coat, because the furnace is off for our complex here in the office. And it's cold. I can't see my breath. But um, yeah, it's pretty cold. So there's that. Let's jump on in. This is a Dory Monson uh, article and story, and a number of you have, have sent this in. City of Seattle tells volunteer group to stop helping the homeless. And we're just at that point where it's like, okay, City of Seattle, you got to do something because this stuff is out of control. I mean, it is out of control. We just had elections a couple of days ago, and wow, some of those races were based on how you know, how moving forward can we handle the homeless, the unhoused epidemic we've got going on, not only just here in Seattle, but in other communities around the country? How can we get a little bit of a foothold? And volunteer groups helping pick up garbage? I have a hard time fathoming, oh, you shouldn't be doing that unless there's, you know, is there some liability? And I haven't seen any explanations as far as that goes. But let's let's jump on in. Let's get a handle on kind of what's going on here or not going on, as the case might be. So tired of writing to city leaders and getting no response, a crew of Northwest Seattle neighbors decided last year to start taking action. Armed with little more than barbecue tongs, kitchen-style pinchers, and trash bags, the grassroots We Heart Seattle volunteer team has since cleaned up more than 320,000 pounds of garbage from around homeless encamps. For that, and for helping 68 indigent tent and tarp dwellers with resources to stop living on the street, they're getting people off the streets. They're, They're helping people get off the streets as well as picking up garbage. And for their services of doing these two, these doing this kind of volunteer work, the city of Seattle leaders have a clear message for these volunteers. Knock it off. 
stop. We're going to send you a seize and desist order. You guys, you guys shouldn't be picking up garbage. Shame on you. You got to let us pick up the gar. Oh, we're not picking up the garbage. We're not picking up the, uh, you guys still can't pick up the garbage. It's kind of how I see it. Now, a lot of folks are going to say they, we heart Seattle shouldn't be picking up the garbage. The city should be. Yeah. Well, they're not. So you've got some, you've got some folks in the community willing to do it. I'm okay with that. I understand from the city's standpoint, if there's liability issues and if, if, you know, if, 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 if common objectives aren't being met that are clearly defined, if one group is, you know, messing something up with the city or, you know, if the city, you know, if, if there's a conflict of interest or something, but picking up garbage, I mean, that's kind of a win-win for everybody as far as I see it. And with the amount of homelessness and the amount of number of people that we have on the streets that all the time, if you read these news stories and if you read these, you know, just messages what's going on, oftentimes people will, will say, yeah, we haven't had anybody come around here to offer us services. So if you've got another group of people that are, from what I can tell and from what I can see, their heart is in the right place. I mean, they're volunteering their own time. They're not making any money. They're not making any money picking up garbage. It's not like they've got a contract with the city of Seattle and they're violating it. Or, you know, there's, it doesn't look like there's any shenanigans going on here. If you can spin picking up in garbage into shenanigans, I want to hear it because I want to hear that angle. But so, yeah, stop helping homeless people. Stop picking up garbage in our parks is literally what the city of Seattle said to them. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. That's the directive We Heart Seattle's Andrea Suarez got last week during a Zoom meeting with Seattle City Council member Dan Strauss and at least 10 other city leaders. You've got to stop. Don't they have better things to be doing than going after a volunteer group that's making the city cleaner and prettier? I don't know. This this is where that whole government overreach thing and and if if there was something that, that was being identified of you got to stop this action, okay? But it's it's not clear. I mean, from what I can figure out, that is not clear. Having cleared more than 100,000 pounds of trash and housing from at least 5 people from District 6, including Ballard, Finney Ridge, Greenwood, Green Lake and Fremont, I assume the call would be to thank our volunteers and include us in further outreach efforts, Suarez told the Dory Monson show. Instead, Suarez says she was shocked by what she calls an ambush of city and homelessness agency officials who told her that her registered nonprofits group's efforts were disruptive and confusing to the hard work of REACH and the Human Services Department that has already been doing work in Ballard Commons and Shilshell Avenue. I'm still asking myself, when did volunteerism become disruptive? You could say, when did picking up garbage and hauling it out of there, when did that become disruptive? Now, if you're going in and you are clearing out people's tents and it's not sure, you know, it's not clear what people's stuff is stuff and what's garbage. You know, that's a fine line and that can be hard to identify at times. I understand that. But from the research I've done, it doesn't appear that We Heart Seattle is doing that. Oftentimes they have a relationship with the people they're dealing with. They've talked to them. 
you know, it's not like they're going in and, oh, we're just taking your tent and tossing it in the garbage because it looks bad. They're, they're, they're literally like picking up garbage. I've looked through their website. Let's just go to um, We Heart Seattle Tackles Trash in Ballard while empowering individual individuals to be part of the solution. This is on their webpage. I mean, yeah, this isn't, this isn't, we're, we're doing the city's job. It's just, this is what we want to do volunteer wise. In a single day, We Heart Seattle cleared 4,000 pounds of trash from a street side encampment in Ballard. What made this October 23rd cleanup event particularly special was that people living on site pitched in to help, hauling trash and discarded furniture to volunteer-driven trucks. Working side-by-side, the We Heart Seattle team also connected two individuals with resources, allowing them to potentially relocate. All right, I don't see anything negative with what they're doing here, but the city, the city of Seattle They've always got to have things lined up. And if it's not within their directive, then it's a no-go. I mean, that's just kind of how the city of Seattle works. So unfortunately, the city of Seattle, uh, you know, they're doing what they can. But with the amount of homelessness that we're experiencing, there's no way they're going to be able to cover everything. And things are going to get tense. You've got a new mayor that's been elected, and he's basically committed to doing something about the homelessness issue, and that is connecting people to services. And if they don't take the option of, hey, you're going to need to move on, you're going to need to get into housing, you're going to need to take this opportunity. Otherwise, he's committed, and he ran on the context of there's going to be consequences. People can't be living in the parks. So we're going to have some conflict coming up here. But let's keep going here on the uh, We Heart Seattle page. We Heart Seattle Executive Director Andrea Suarez commented that we were thrilled to be welcomed here today by the folks living on site and felt the energy from working together. We Heart Seattle sees this individual engagement and empowerment as key to their success to date. Success, which includes clearing more than 300,000 pounds of trash. And if you go to their website at the top, it'll show how many people that they've kind of helped out and homeless folks and how many pounds of trash they picked up. And they've got kind of a counter going. It's I think it's pretty cool. And helping close to 70 people into safer conditions. Photos of the group, uh, fruits of the group's hard work on Sunday are here. I looked at those photos. If if you have a, like a, a dump area in, you know, a, like a, tra- we call them transfer stations here where you dump your garbage. It looks like just a whole bunch of that garbage was collected and put into a big pile and then they hauled it away. I mean, that's, that's a win because somebody's paying for that garbage to get disposed of, right? So, and dump runs are not cheap. So, yeah, this group is kind of taking it upon themselves to fulfill something that is really lacking in a lot of these areas in the homeless encampments, which is just people don't have a place to put their garbage. Granted, they're not supposed to be living in the park, but they are. And so this is, this is like a, a stopgap volunteer group that's offering up their own time. They're not getting paid for this. I kind of think, yeah, you, you just let them keep going. But then again, there's also government regulation. And all right, we can't have people volunteering everything everywhere all the time. I mean, I know that's going to be the response. Um, from what this group is doing, We Heart Seattle welcomes collaboration with anyone and everyone in their effort to make Seattle beautiful and safe for all. That's a pretty clear directive to me. 
So I have no problem with what We Heart Seattle is doing, but I am also not a city executive. And that's a big difference, right? I'm a real estate guy. And when I go to a park, I want to see it clean because that looks better. I want to, if I had little kids, I'd want them to be able to run around and do their thing. And uh, with groups out there like We Heart Seattle, they are making a difference. Now, the, the real issue should be the city of Seattle should be taking care of this. That's what the city should be doing. But they're not. So somebody's got to step in and, and, and take up the slack. That's what's happening. And then the city says, ah, oh, you're confusing things. You're, you're making things confusing. Well, show me how that this is confusing. Show, show me how this is by picking up garbage. Show me the real conflict there. And if you can do that, all right, I'm reasonable. I'll listen. It's kind of like, okay, uh, all right, where's the, where's the, where's the, where's the hook here that doesn't make sense? It's just, it's government, right? They just don't be disruptive. Don't pick up that garbage. Put that needle down. Put those needles down. Even when Suarez introduced a homeless man who confirmed to Seattle city leaders that We Heart Seattle had his permission to clean up around his former encampment, Strauss and his colleagues said, no. I had his written and verbal consent, Suarez said. The city representative's response, according to her, was that it was still in violation of the multi-department rules requiring 90 days of storing this man's camp before destroying it. Okay, so you got to store a bunch of stuff. But if this guy is saying, hey, it's out of there. So there's if you go to these homeless encampments, oftentimes you will, it, it's hard to tell who's living in something and then because they get vacated. And then it just kind of look, you know, if, if you if you had a little tent, think think you're camping, if you had a little tent and all the stuff that goes with it, maybe some garbage in there. And then you just left it if you just vacated it. That's what a lot of the tents look like, because people literally do just vacate their tents, they just take their stuff, and they go. Things happen to them. They you know, maybe they've got some mental issues, maybe they get into housing, and they just ditch. There's a lot of that kind of stuff. You'll just see these, you know, it looks like people were living there very recently. But then if you kind of look around, you go, okay, th that's been, that's been um, just abandoned. It's an abandoned camping site with a bunch of stuff. And that's a horrible look. It's not people actually living there. So there's a lot of cleanup that happens there. But the city has said, oh, well, you got to store their stuff for 90 days. All right. I mean, it's pretty clear they're not coming back. I mean, it's just been ransacked. And that's where you get these, you know, you go to these parks and you're like, this looks terrible. This is awful. And that's, I think, the place that We Heart from Seattle, We Heart Seattle comes from is we want to help. We want to clean up and do something good. From that standpoint, I have no issues with what they're doing. But if there is violation of the multi-department rules requiring 90 days of storing this man's camp before destroying it, I don't know. I mean, government, right? I mean, what are you going to say there? You're not following the rules. No, and neither is the neither is the city following its own rules, keeping the parks clean and you know cleared of influences where then you can't use the park. And we've got a lot of parks in Seattle that are just like that. Parents complain you can't take their kids there and nor would they want to take their kids there even if they could because they're dangerous. I mean, you've got folks running around who don't have control of 
you know, a lot of what's going on upstairs. And they're, they're, they're kind of scary places when you've got entire encampments in there. So yeah, between a rock and a hard place, yeah, I want to pick up the garbage. No, you can't. 90 day rule. Oh, damn it. So these are very paralyzing rules, it said Andrea Suarez, and believes they are preventing any progress in cleaning up city streets. Okay, that's what's going on, right? Hired city contractors are not allowed to pick up trash on slopes because of liability, she wrote. I thought that was interesting. I did not know that. Um, and man, some of the homeless encampments, they are on steep, steep slopes. I mean, you need to be a billy goat to navigate those. I can't imagine. Oftentimes they're, they're like on a steep slope underneath the freeway. You've got all this, you know, pollution and noise going on and just crazy stuff and steep slope. And you, know, you got a tent on a hillside. I mean, it's it, it, difficult living, right? Andrea also said, I also sense that Seattle Parks and Seattle Public Utilities are under union jurisdiction where rules and wars as to who picks up the encampment trash versus other trash, which accumulates on the streets. We've got a battle in Seattle for trash. I, I Literally, we do. That's literally what we're talking about here. You can't pick that up. Really? I'm volunteering. Oh, no, sirree. That's a hard no-go. City law says otherwise. You, you can't pick that up. That's where you're kind of like, okay, yeah, all right. But man, they pick up a lot of garbage. How many hundred thousand pounds? That's a lot of garbage. Despite the pushback from the city and council member Strauss, Andrea Suarez says, We Heart Seattle isn't giving up. I'm going to keep volunteering, she said. While the region is spending millions of dollars on tiny houses, hotels, and homeless housing options, she added, what we do costs absolutely nothing. Hmm. Hmm. How can I counter that? Yeah. Now, that's difficult, isn't it? They're volunteering. All right. Your volunteer work, I, that's, oh, yeah, stop it. That's literally, that's kind of literally what the city of Seattle is saying here. How, how many other news outlets will pick this up? Probably not too many. Not too many. Because this is one of those feel-good stories. I think it's a feel-good story. And I looked for the angle where it was like, all right, yeah, they shouldn't be doing what they're doing. Um, and I have had feedback from people who have said, yeah, I understand there's the volunteer groups going out there. But then the city of Seattle doesn't have that pressure. Things don't get really, really bad. Like I was over at uh, Green Lake Park and Woodlawn Park. We're about to release a video on kind of some of what's going on there. That was a park that the uh, mayor, Mayor Jenny Durkin, said, yeah, the cross-country meets that we normally have there, we can't have those meets going on because they go right through a homeless encampment. And that's not safe, either for the residents or for the kids trying to run in a city park. So we went over there and we shot a bunch of footage, just kind of seeing what's going on. And you've, it's this crazy thing where you've got Green Lake is a, it's an amazing like inner city lake that you can walk around, run around in the summer. Oh, there's a million people there just doing their recreation thing. Maybe, you know, friends walking around. I think it's like a three mile loop around the lake. Super pretty. And then you've got just this, you've got these hillside of homeless encampments and a street filled with RVs in a park setting. 
and it, it had been really kept up and there was a Department of Transportation truck there. We've got all these resources going into, you know, spending additional money because people are living in parks where they shouldn't be. They, they should be in the housing that the city has set up, but the city doesn't, you know, they haven't worked that they're worked their way through that. They haven't figured out how to make all that happen. So people are living in parks and, you know, you've got moms with strollers and dogs whizzing by a tent. And it's just, there is even one guy and you'll see it on the video when we release it, which is I think next week, a homeless guy had, or not a home, I guess he's not homeless. He's got an RV and a big RV. They had a generator going and he was running a leaf blower and blowing leaves away from his RV. Like, okay, at least he's keeping it clean. But you've got that going on and you got people running around, people working around, block over. Somebody got killed not long ago and they got shot and they just end up dead in an alley. And you've just got this, this crazy stuff going on from homeless people living in a city park where volunteer groups aren't supposed to pick up garbage. What happened here? You know what I mean? It's like, uh, what? Uh, hmm. Okay. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just kind of like, all oh, right. It's, it's hard to wrap your head around all this stuff happening. And I know we got to have rules in place. But if you've got volunteer groups that are going in, and I understand if, if there's a sp particular volunteer group that's going in and working with the homeless, and they've got them all dialed up and lined up to go do, you know, into housing somewhere here. But that's not the big push from We Heart Seattle, as far as I can tell. A lot of it is going out and picking up garbage. So if you've got a turf war over garbage, I don't care who picks it up. Just get it out of there so that people can enjoy the park. And, uh, you know, the whole sweeping people from parks, that's a really difficult one as well, because these people are living there, some by choice, some not by choice. Not, it's, it's a tricky, tricky scenario. But if people are picking up garbage and hauling it out, I'm pretty much okay with that. Other rules being broken? Ah, yeah, I'm more of a guy who's like, all right, look at the end result. It, it's kind of working out. We should let this go. But, you know, that's not how government works, right? And that's how we got where we are with about 12,000 homeless people living on the streets of Seattle. So there's that, right? Crazy times, crazy times we live in when We Heart Seattle is told, yeah, you need to stop your actions. You're, you're doing too, Andrea, you're doing too much volunteering. You got to slow down. You're making the other kids look bad. You're making the other workers look, look lazy. Can't have that. No, I'm totally joking, of course. And um, I think what We Heart Seattle is doing is, I mean, they're spending their own time, their own resources to volunteer to pick up garbage and help people. I haven't seen any instances where they've, you know, done something negative. And so from that standpoint, I'm kind of like, you know what, go do your thing. That's kind of what I think. And um, if somebody tells you no, all right, that's fine. We're going to keep doing it. Sounds like that's what they're going to do. So that's it. Uh, that's it for me on this one. Um, we Heart Seattle. Check them out on the internet, in, on the interweb. You can see what they're doing. You can judge for yourself. Um, yeah. Crazy, crazy stories coming out of Seattle. 
But hey, here we are, Seattle Real Estate Podcast. All right. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for um, supporting the podcast and the, uh, the YouTube channel. I will catch up with you soon. Maybe next time you see me, I won't be wearing a coat inside. But eh, it's Seattle, so anything goes. So, uh, whatever. Thanks again for watching. We'll catch up soon. Until then, stay safe. We'll talk again. Bye for now. to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.